Good morning, good afternoon, good night. It is the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, however you're watching, whenever you're watching, we're excited you're here. We got Ryan Dairu with us today. We don't have the full crew, but we got a crew. That's all that matters. Ryan, how are you doing? What is up, my man? I'm good. Happy to be here with you. Proud of how dedicated you are for all our Salute Detroit listeners. If you're listening, you might not know this. If you're watching, you can see a different background for Coach. Coach is in Vegas, and he's still recording Salute Detroit for our listeners. We got to get the content out. So, my man, thanks for your dedication. Yeah, no problem. I'm not. I just, I'm not just in Vegas. I'm at the historical Golden Nugget. Splurging. <laughs> your company is splurging on the Golden Nugget. The historical Golden Nugget. So I just came back from Vic and I think he's had a great dinner. But I had to get the content out. We got to get it out for the fans. So I'm not gonna let them down. After this, I'm going straight to the sports book. I'm gonna put go. in my. I'm putting my chaos parlay. Just to let you know, my chaos parlay is Oregon, Louisville, and Alabama. Create, make create, create chaos for the college football uh, committee. So I'm going to throw that in, throw $20 on that. The rest of it is going to back, back around and crap, so I'm going to double it. So hopefully I can Ooh. win enough to create a studio tonight. That's the goal. <laughs> Baccarat, I love it. Old school with the back. I mean, you're at the Golden Nuggets, so I guess you got to play some Baccarat. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. So, And I love that chaos parlay. <laughs> yep. So there we go. So – uh. Let's get into it. Let's get into a little bit of gossip, Ryan. So, no DC has been named yet. I think mm-hmm. there is a DC that's been hired. We just do not know. I give Lincoln Riley a bunch of kudos because he's keeping it close to his chest. Just like I told you guys last show, I would too. I wouldn't tell you guys. I think the players know, but it's just not out yet. And the reason why I say that is because none of the returning starters are running to the portal. Right, we had a guy on defense running the portal, but he's coming to wash. He's gonna go get an opportunity somewhere else, which is great for him. Like more power to him. But for the most part, like there's not a lot of people running to the portal, and Monday is when it starts, so we don't know yet. But um, yeah, I think there is a guy named. I will pass it to you. What are some of the rumors that we are hearing about the DST hire? Yeah, so these are all rumors. No, no true like. How, you know, uh, factual they are, their rumors and going on Twitter and stuff. I've talked to people and, and stuff like that. But the, the big three names that have been the most rumored, I'll just say, are Jim Leonard, Morgan Scally, current Utah, D.C., and Tony White, current Nebraska, D.C., have been like the big three names rumored. There's a rumor also of Jeff Collins, who was former Georgia Tech and also a D.C. at Florida and Mississippi State. Um, and I'm sure others, there's been, you know, Jimmy Lake's been, a name's been thrown around there, but obviously his history with, with AD Jen Cohen is interesting there with her fire hiring and firing him. Um, but yeah, the, the rumor with Jim Leonard, obviously that's the home run. The rumor is that, you know, that there's mutual interest on both sides. The one drawback is he wants full control over his choosing his staff. Lincoln Riley doesn't want to give him that again. It's a rumor. We don't know if it's true. Um, rumor with Morgan Scally is that he was offered a deal. He wants to stay at Utah. Everyone kind of knows that he is, you know, it's the unwritten word that he is going to be the coach in waiting whenever Kyle Whittingham decides to hang it up. So it makes total sense. Utah guy has been there forever. Um, so get that, but still in the mix somewhat. Uh, and then Tony White, UCLA grad, SoCal guy, coached at San Diego State, coached under your guy, Dino Barbers at Syracuse, and turned that Nebraska defense to a top 14 unit 
last year. And, you know, the, the thought was he was going to stay. He was in the mix for the San Diego state head coaching job now popped up in the mix for the USC DC job. So those are the big names. We'll see if any of those stick. Obviously there's some big names playing this weekend in conference champions. That's could be potentially reason why there hasn't been an announcement. I'm hoping it's the, the same as what you said, coach, that it's already done. They just haven't announced it yet. Um, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people are starting to get worried. I'm not there yet. You got to get this. You got to get this done for sure. If it's not, hopefully it is. If it's not though, this weekend, like you said, the portal opens Monday. So got to get it done. Not a huge exodus yet. There will be more players. Just say that before he tosses back to you. Um, more players. Well, it's the portal. It's the, it's the name of the game nowadays. And I want everyone to, to remember this too. And once names come out, we'll talk more about it then. But the college football landscape is so different now. And if, if a kid enters the portal, it's not always only because of his coach or his playing time or, you know, lack of development. A lot has to do with NIL now. Now, if they're not getting what they were promised in NIL or they're not getting what NIL they think they deserve or another team comes in and says, hey, we can give you more NIL, that does play a factor. And we know SC is building an NIL program. It's not where it needs to be yet. So just throw it out there because I know if names come out, everyone's going to immediately, which, hey, that's everyone's right, but everyone's going to immediately jump on this coaching staff. And sometimes it's it's out of their control when it comes to NIL. The NI, the, the transfer portal, now that you say it automatically makes a free agency market. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're in it right now with baseball, right? And, like, I'm, I'm yep. making fun of everybody. I'm like, the Dodgers are going to get Blake Snell and Shohei Otani. Like, <laughs> <laughs> World Series. They probably will. But, but, like, it, it just creates a free agency market automatically. There's no contract. So, that's a very good point, Ryan. That's that's really good. Like, they get offered a little bit more money. They get tempted to go somewhere else. So, that's that's a really good point. I will say this. Yeah, because I, you know, I just don't. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I said my point. Yeah, yeah. I will say this. Um, I think whoever they bring in needs to be a really good guy. I'll, and I'll just leave it at that. Like, it has to be game changing. Like, we, it, it won't. I'll put this out right now. It's not going to change in a year, but it needs to get way better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could honestly, you could. It needs to be at the point to where, like, man, the defense is so much better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they go get the guys, and so that, that's where it needs to be. But right now, coach, our hand, go ahead. Yeah, coach, yeah. To, to that point, and we won't get into scheme because we'll wait until an actual hire makes. But just as an example, and we can go down the list of these guys, Leonard, and all this. But I'll just say, I'll just say Tony White as an example because he was the latest kind of rumor. When he joined Nebraska, they were the hundredth ranked total defense, and this year they finished fourteenth. So yeah. it can be done pretty quickly if you get the right guy. And and the last thing I'll say, and then we can move on to what else we're going to talk about is, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people talking about too that there's there's potentially guys that have USC's offered and they've turned them down. Morgan Scally being one of them. And everyone's like, man, this is SC. How are we getting turned down? Just remember, Pete Carroll was the sixth choice, and that yep. ended up being. A pretty dang good one. So it's not always the first second. It's the right choice and the right fit. So, you know, everyone, I know I'm just the, I know I'm the, the beacon of optimism, but hey, well, yeah. let's hope for that. Well, you got to remember too, Pete Carroll was hired at his daughter's volleyball game at SC, right? So it's yeah. like, he happened <laughs> to be there. Mike Carroll's like, why not Pete? They had a conversation. Next thing you know, three national championship appearances. <laughs> so, it worked out. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not worried yet because I think the guy is already hired, right? So if we get to a point where we don't get an announcement pretty soon here, then I'll get worried. But I'm I'm probably more optimistic than you are about this. I think Lincoln Riley is playing it the right way. I don't care if people don't agree with me, agree with me with it, agree with me about it. But I will tell you this: like 
players know, recruits know, and there's no there's no alarm with the players. So once we start seeing alarm with the players in is when we start to worry. That, that's kind of my sign. Like, uh-oh, something's yeah. not right. So that's kind of my sign. So, yeah. Yeah. Before we move on, Ryan, I want to let you know, bet online. Mm-hmm. Bet online is where you go. I'm going. You don't even I'm need gonna, that this weekend, though. You don't need well, that. Yeah, tonight. but I'm, I'm still going to use it. I'm still going to put my chaos parlay on bet online. Okay. The chaos parlay is going to get put on bet online. Go to betonline.ag, and I will tell you guys what to do. Go to betonline.ag on the money line. Put Oregon, Louisville, Alabama three team parlay. We're calling that's our bet online chaos parlay. That would create. Six one-loss teams for three spots. Mm-hmm. NCAA chaos. You got to bet online. Mm-hmm. If you haven't signed up yet, put in promo code BLEAV. That's B-L-E-A-V. And you will receive a 50% welcome bonus. So take that welcome bonus, throw it on that parlay, get a little bit extra cash. Christmas is coming up and it works. Bet online where the game starts. So today we're going to get right We're going to get into um, – Running backs and tight ends. We're gonna start with tight ends. Tight ends yes, will be sir. real quick. I think, I think tight ends are like a very underrated position in Lincoln Riley's offense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. Uh, they they're very very vital and they play a very important position. They create one more spot on the line. Like they're they're a very 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 underrated spot, but they're really important in Lincoln Riley's offense. As you can see here on the screen, you see it, it has, did it pop up? Yep, yes, sir. Yep. So as you can see here on the screen, very small room. Jude Wolf, he's graduating, so you get that scholarship back. I will mm-hmm. tell you this. <clears throat> I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Jude Wolf gets a COVID uh waiver because of when he's a red shirt. I think you they should talk. Might be right. Yeah. I think I think they should talk him into coming back. I think yeah. they should talk him into coming back for that six year, get an extra degree. He's a veteran. He's been loyal Trojan. He's been a Trojan all five years. Caught a touchdown in Colorado. He'll be great in there. He's great for depth. The only reason why I say this is because you look at sophomore, you got Kate Eldridge, you got Carson Tarberetti, right? Mm-hmm. They got very well few. Done. They got very. <laughs> they got very few time. They got very few playing time. Very few reps. We know who Lake McCree is, right? God yep. forbid Lake McCree goes down. There's nobody else, right? Maybe we can look at the recruiting board and see what it is, but we know nothing about Kay. We know nothing about Carson. We know who Lake is. We know who Jude is. I think we should talk Jude into coming back. That's the tight end yeah. room. You know what I mean? <clears throat> what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Lake's obviously the the stalwart, the main uh, piece there. Um, had a good year. It's it's a position. It's interesting, like you said. It's a position that's I think very important. It's just like the unsung, which a lot of tight ends are. If you're not, you know, the big name tight ends in in college football and the NFL, you kind of go under the radar. But uh, they're still an important important group in this offense. And Laker Cree, we saw in, in critical situations, have some some big catches, some big touchdowns. First, first uh, down machine, Ryan. He was the first down machine. First down. There you go. First downs. And they use them out of the backfield a lot, those tight ends. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I I think it's definitely getting Jude back would be helpful for having that veteran leadership. They do have um, two incoming recruits uh, to this room. So they have a, a three-star Joey Olson out of uh, 
Lake Asagua, Oregon, who's 6'5", 220 as an 18-year-old. So obviously still a, a young buck, but hey, that's a big body to add. And they also have their one of their top recruits coming in as a four-star out of Hiram, Georgia, Walter Matthews. Guess how big he is as an 18-year-old coach? 6'6", 245. Not bad. 6'7", 245. Ooh. So, so they added some big bodies. And obviously Deuce Robinson was recruited as a tight end. He's now a wide receiver, but if push comes to sub, I'm sure he's a guy that could push in line if needed. That's obviously not what they want to do, but um, I know we're getting to it, but I think if with this room they have, especially if Jude comes back and then adding these two, you know, freshman kids in this 24 class, you know, I think this is a pretty solid room as is. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the depth. I didn't know about the two incoming freshmen. So that gives them the depth there. They, <clears throat> the good thing about it is I don't think <clears throat> I don't think we get like McCree back after this season. I'm just being honest with you. I think he's going to get used a lot more than expected. And he's going to get used like ridiculous, a ridiculous amount. And he's going to get mean, a chance to go. You mean after the next year or like right now he's, he's gone after the next season. So after okay, 2024 yeah. season, yeah. yeah, we have one more year with Lake. Like we won't get him for his final his final senior season because I think he's going to go to the NFL and, and make some money because I think he's really good. He's, he's really been valuable and, and like he's just been put in a situation where he could make plays. And like I said, he's a first down machine. Sometimes when you need those first downs, we know who's good in the ball. Right. And they just can't stop him getting first down. So I think Lincoln's going to expand on his use with him and he's going to be really good. So with the two guys coming in, I don't, then Jude, thank you for your service. You've been great. You're a Trojan for life. We appreciate you. Come back, visit us. There's no need for him to come back. So thank you for that correction. I appreciate that. But this yeah. room is a solid room. <laughs> They've been really good. We're going to need more out of Cade and Carson. I mean, and if that doesn't work, there's sophomores. There's the portal. If they do get caught in the wash, and, and maybe they have an opportunity somewhere else. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm all good with that. Tight ends are really quick. This, is, <laughs> this will be a really quick one. So now we're going to go on to – the running backs. This right running here, backs. Ryan. This right here, Ryan, believe it or not, is the scholarship players in the USC's running back room. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And just uh not not calling you out or anything, but Darwin Barlow isn't graduating, but he is going to the transfer portal. So he will be gone. So oh, he is half, half correct. Yeah, he's in he's oh. entering as of a few hours ago, he entered the portal. Wait, I thought. Let me look on the roster. I thought he said he was a – did I read that wrong? He is a uh, a senior, I believe, but uh, must be red shirt in there. Um, <laughs> he was a red shirt senior, so yeah. he's done. He, mu he must have like a, a COVID year or a graduate transfer year or something. I just, oh, okay. Because I thought so too, but I saw today that he's entering the portal. So <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Wherever Darwin Barlow goes, if he goes where it's a good fit, he's going to be really good wherever he goes. Yeah. I was hoping Darwin Barlow was younger than he was. He's going to be really good where he goes. He's a good running back. He did what he could for us. I don't think he was better than Austin Jones and Marshawn Lloyd, but he was a good third option. Yeah. So, I mean, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Like, I don't have anything bad to say. Like, I hope he goes somewhere in the portal and it works out for him and, he, and it's a really good fit. But so on scholarship, though, Three running backs. I think this one needs to fill up fast. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to get to at least 
I know it's a cha- I know the days have changed, but at least six. You know what yeah. I mean? But like Jamal said, if you if Makai Lemon works out at running back, that might be a good hey. one too. <laughs> Maybe that's the thought process there. So yeah, so we got Quentin Joyner. You got you, Ryan. Know how I feel about Quentin Joyner? Ah, love him. <laughs> Quentin Joyner is a sky is the limit upside. We're going to see him get a lot more carries this year. Um, got a few carries, but good sized kid can run the ball. There was a couple of times where he only had two carries for twenty yards, two carries for sixty eight yards. You know what I mean? Like we know mm-hmm. he could do, he could pop one at any time. I really love Quentin Joyner. I think Quentin Joyner will be is going to be really good this year. <clears throat> this is going to be his breakout year. What do you think about Quentin? Oh, I love Quentin. I I remember watching him in the spring game and just thinking like, damn, this dude's a freshman. Like he looked good. Him and the next guy we're going to talk about both. Uh, I mean, the future is super bright with both these young guys. So Quentin Joyner, he I mean, he's explosive. He can run between the tackles. He can catch the ball in the backfield. He's got great size and power. He's really, as a young 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid, I mean, he's the, he's the total package at running back out of Texas. So he's he's a guy that they, you know, when you think of running backs in Lincoln Riley's system, or even when you just think of, you know, USC running backs, I mean, he is the prototypical back that you want to see. So sky is the limit, like you said, with uh, Quentin. Right, and then we have a Marion Peterson. He's also out of Texas. I don't remember seeing him. You said you saw him in the spring game. Here's his opportunity. He has a bunch of chances to get carries in the spring game to make something happen. He was probably redshirted, so I'll probably have him under the wrong category. He might be a freshman year, again, because he didn't get all four games. Mm -hmm. So I think this is his chance to get in the rotation, be really good, not panic yet. Don't worry about the portal. You see what's in your room. Get your carries and go do what you got to do. You just got. You also said this is like a Quinn and Jordan type. Could pop the ball, run is a really good running back, right? So tell me what you think yeah. about him. Yeah, again, we didn't see him throughout the season, but at the spring game, it looked fantastic. And you know what can you take from the spring game? But those were the. I remember after the spring game, those were the both two guys that stood out to me. Like, oh, they got talent in the running back room with these two freshmen. So. Um, Peterson is, you know, I, I think I lean a little more joiner and he, he did get more reps and then we saw a little bit more of him, but Peterson certainly has all those same skill sets and can do it all too. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, they obviously need to add more, which we'll get to. You can't just go into the season with two or three running backs on the roster, but yeah. at least the two or three that they're going to have are all very, very talented. All right. And then we got the one lone singer and we all love him. Marshawn Lloyd. He's getting evaluated right now. What do you think? You think he's going to be back, or you think he, he goes to the draft? I think he should come back. I don't think he's going to get the money he thinks he's going to get. I think he's right now. He's best third round, worst fifth round. I think he should come back and make himself a second round, first round draft pick. Yeah, I mean, running back is hard, right? Like nowadays, it's yeah. it's almost impossible to be a first round pick outside of like the best back in the nation. Because in reality, he's probably a top five back in this draft class. But top five back, you can go anywhere from the second to the fifth, like you said, just because yeah. that's how the running back position is taken. So, you know, I think for him, you know, I like to think that he loves SC, loves what they and I think he did like loves what they did here. And obviously some unfinished business with how the season went. But for him, it's probably going to come down to, OK, if I go back to see what can I get in NIL money right. and can I make more? 
going in the NFL if I get drafted in the third or fourth round. Because in reality, he's going to have one, maybe two contracts in the NFL. So if he thinks, hey, I can make a couple mil this final year on NIL and then go get that one contract, maybe bump my draft stock up, then that's a business decision. I think he could do that. But if he doesn't think he can get real NIL money, then he'll probably just go to the NFL and you know take the money now. Yeah, if it's based off of NIL, I hope I hope they get the NIL right. But me, if I'm Lincoln, I'm talking him into coming back. Like we need yeah. you. We need this fixed. I I I I still think like I don't think Caleb's all the way committed to going to the NFL yet. I, I'm kind of with you. It's kind of weird. Like it's it's kind of weird. I mean, he said yeah. game time decision right in that interview. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's all the way committed to going yet. So we get him and Marshawn Lloyd back with those young receivers. Like Marshawn Lloyd is probably like the cake topper to the wedding cake. We got Marshawn, we got Caleb, we got these young receivers. Like, let's do it. We got a great DC. So I would love to see Marshawn Lloyd coming back. I would go get I would recruit this position. I wouldn't go straight to the portal. I would recruit this position because it's not used a lot in this offense. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. Oregon State or Iowa or anything like that. Like, but these running backs, they make the most of the little they get. That's what makes them so good, right? So <clears throat> I'll just go get some high school kids and not worry about portal because you go get a portal guy, you got to keep them happy. I don't want to have yeah. to worry about keeping them happy. You go get a high school guy, you be like, hey, just wait your turn. You'll get your chances because everybody gets to we, – we rotate a running back. So I would use recruiting high school in the running back room. What do you think? Yeah, and they got one committed right now, three-star uh, Brian Jackson out of Texas. They're hitting the, hitting Texas <laughs> hard for the, the running back, six foot 240. Um, Damn. So, so, I mean, another big back out of Texas, big body. So, I mean, they'll, they'll add him, and that what brings it to at least three in the room if, if Lloyd stays four. Um, I could see there's still a few top running backs out there that haven't fully committed. You know, it's, it's flipping season. We're seeing that right now. A lot of kids flipping, especially if you, if you make changes uh, to your staff, if you get this NIL program going big, you can flip some mm-hmm. kids. Um, there's some top guys out there. I know there's, I think one back that's, that's in between Washington, and Oregon. I mean, that's a potential flip if, if he's not fully committed, if you can get some NIL money there. So, um, and then, you know, just in, in LA, Keegan Jones over at UCLA just entered the portal. So maybe that's a speed guy. They yeah. go and get in the portal. I know you said don't go to the portal, but hey, I'm sure they'll add at least one in the portal. If they can get one more recruits, you get two freshmen, one portal, you get three added to your already two to three room. You're you're sitting pretty good there at five to six. Yeah, no doubt. I, I mean, portal uh, portal's not the end of the world at that position. I'm just if for me, I'm just trying to figure out where's like picking my spots where I want to grow in the portal. Because when we flip the other side of the ball, we're gonna have to live in the portal. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like I don't wanna I'm trying to keep that. Right now, I'm trying to keep that 60-40. You know, that I always yeah. talk about. And this is a 60-40 year. So, like, I will focus on high school kids here. And then if I get a portal guy, yes. All right, cool. Like, a uh, kid wants to come here. If he fits, I'll take him. I won't turn a portal running back down. I push it like that. But yeah. my main focus will be re- recruiting high school guys to build depth in the running back room because there needs to be – apparently, there needs to be depth built. So, I'm building depth here. That's why yeah. I feel like recruiting high school. and and that way you're creating the USC culture. Yeah. And one thing I'll add, and I don't know if people think this or not, but just in case they do, this is just my opinion. But um, I know obviously we talked, we talked a lot, rightfully so, and many people did about, 
just this running game in the Lincoln Riley system? And does he abandon the running game too much? And does he use his backs too much? And I think a lot of people are probably like, man, how do you even get a top running back to come if you're not, you know, committed to the run? And I, I get, I totally get that sentiment, but I think there's another side of that coach where it's like, when you see Wisconsin and Iowa and some of these other programs where these backs just get like torn to shreds, running the ball yeah. 150, 250 times a year. By the time they get to the NFL, they've got no tread left. You come to SC, you're like, you you basically just got to flash a few games where scouts mm-hmm. are like, all right, that kid's got it. And you have all your tread left. So it's almost a, a bargaining chip and a better recruiting tool to say, hey, come here. We're not going to overuse you. We're going to use you in the right way. But then when you go to the NFL, you you can get that second contract because you got a fresh set of wheels that we didn't just running into the ground like they do over at Wisconsin. How many times we see a Wisconsin back be the top guy, and after two years in the NFL, they flame out just because they've had too many carries. So right. just another side of the coin. Yeah, you know, you're right. And that, that's um, – no, I, I, I completely agree with that one. And, and the goal – that's what I was going to say. You talk to anybody in the NFL, the goal is to get to the second contract. Yeah. Get to two, you made it. You get to three, yeah. you had a pretty good career. You know what I mean? So get to the yeah. second contract. That's the one that changes your family. I mean, so we're not very deep here. We need to get deep. Um, build the depth. I think this is a room where you need to really build depth because injuries happen at this position. So that's also why you need to build depth. But you throw Makai Lemon in there, like Jamal said, that might work. Just yeah. have to teach him a new position. I mean, when you think about this, oh, I'm gonna get killed. I'm gonna get killed because this just popped <laughs> in my head right now. <clears throat> Makai Lemon might be the most athletic player on USC's team right now. Yeah, you said that last episode, right? I don't or think you so, said just in the running, you said in the receiver room, not the whole team. Yeah. He might be the most athletic player on USC's team right now. I don't totally disagree with you. He, yeah, he's like, built like a truck, dude, but he could yeah, run. But, Everybody's gonna say Zach Brent, Zach Brent, but he could play corner, he could play running back, he could play receiver, he might be the most athletic. Shit, he might even play safety. Yeah. Definitely. He's the most athletic guy. You gotta keep Makai Lemon. Like, I feel like out of all this that we do, right? So we did tight ends, we gotta do O-line, quarterback, D-line, linebackers, safeties. His name's gonna come up about three or four more times. Yep. <laughs> So, I mean, that, he, that might be the guy. He has the, I'm not saying do this, but he has the body type to play anywhere but the trenches and right. quarterback, probably. But receiver, right. running back, tight end, safety, corner, even a, a smaller linebacker, a hybrid a linebacker. Smaller, he has that yeah. body type. Could cover, yeah, cover the slot. That's what I'm saying. We might want to get on our boys with Conquest Collective and, and go have a talk with uh, Makai Lemon. Right? Let's <laughs> yeah. do, I mean, hey, yeah, everyone remembers remember the Titans, right? You some of those offensive guys you move the defense, and that's where they shine. So you never know. Yeah, so that definitely works. Yeah. We ain't got much today, you guys, but we had a small room. We talked about the you gotta DC. go gamble, baby. You gotta go gamble. Yeah. That that's also too. I'm rushing you guys because I got people waiting for me now. Seriously. <laughs> so I told them eight o'clock, so I might beat that time. And Ryan has daddy daughter time, so he's on the clock. So I don't want to take that from him. I appreciate it. Ryan has been great. Uh Sunday, we'll be on Sunday. I know you want to do Sunday. Wait, hold yeah, on. Let's keep it let rolling. Me, let me see what time my flight is. I'll do that right are now you for the, you guys. Are you there all weekend? You're in Vegas I'm all in, weekend? I'm in Vegas all weekend. I'm in Vegas from Thursday to Sunday. Oh, that's a long Vegas weekend too. And no no wife and kids? Just corporate coach? Well, I was supposed to bring the wife and kids, but the kid got sick. 
Oh, coincidence. So it worked okay. out. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate him. He took one. He took one for old pop. <laughs> He's learning young. You taught him young. I, I, oh, I don't get back until 9.50. So if you want to do live later, we could do live later. Um, okay. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll yeah, keep, we'll we'll keep the people here. posted. Yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. It was boring. I was bored last night, but uh, it was a holiday, but I appreciate you. Hey, guys. I appreciate you guys. You guys are still watching. The, I'm Ryan, did you see the reviews? They love this series. I didn't think they were yeah. like you. Remember, I was like, uh, how do you guys feel about it? We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Yeah. So next, next, next. So on offense, we have O-line and quarterback next. O-line is going to take a long time. So yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Sunday we can talk about the new defensive coordinator. Let's hope that happens. Okay. And then Monday, yeah, we'll hit the next position group. We'll figure it out. All right. Good deal. That works out. We appreciate you guys. Wait, before we go, Ryan, you got an underdog. I know you got underdog going right now. Let us know your picks. What do you got? Well, let us know your picks what, on underdog. On this, I haven't picked for the the weekend yet. I got one but, obviously on this recording. We're we're recording during the Thursday night game. What do I got? I got some NBA wins last night. But while oh, I'm pulling this up, go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app, Google Play, Apple Store. Use our promo code USCLAFB. It's all one word. USCLAFB. You're gonna get a match deposit bonus up to a hundred bucks. So you put in a hundred, you get a hundred free dollars to play with. Um, telling the guys that Slip Troy sent you. So I got uh, DK Metcalf higher than five receptions. He's at five right now. So I just need one more. Zach Charbonnet higher than 13.5 rushing attempts. He's at 15. So crush that. And Tony Pollard higher than 88.5 combined rushing and receiving yards. He's at 52. So need a little bit there. Uh -oh. I should get it. I feel good let's, about it. Let's get it. And while you guys are watching all the championship games this year, don't forget to go get you a fight on Pell Ale at all your local retailers. Telling the guys from Salute Detroit City. Hey, we appreciate you. I appreciate you, Ryan. We appreciate all our fans. This has been the Bet Online Salute Detroit podcast, live from Las Vegas. Ryan, <laughs> you know, so you know, it's the only bad part about me being in Vegas right now. What's that? There's a lot of purple and green. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. the only bad part. You should be yeah. out here with me. You should be out yeah. here with oh. me. Are you going to go to the game if you're there all weekend? No, I won't go to the game. No, I'm not going to the game. I mean, I know you're not a fan, but it's still it's still a good game. I mean, Oregon, tomorrow's Washington. my busy day. Tomorrow I start at 7 a.m. and I don't finish until it's a 12 hour day. Oh, OK. All right. Yeah. Well, good luck. Well, yep. just stay up all night. That's what you're going to do. I already know it. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you guys know how it goes. Live free. Fight on. Wish me luck at the tables. Good luck, baby.